everybody. Welcome to the show. You know where you are. Expert talk with me, Tigo. And if you're sitting right there, you know what's about to happen. We got an amazing expert in the room, and we're going to talk about legends. Hmm. So sit right there. We'll be right back. The Power of Pink Summit and the Now Honors. has moved to the downtown Las Vegas area and the famous Fremont District, bringing the most brilliant and talented women in the world. To one stage in one place, where their power will be captured for the world to see. And it is hosted by the one and only, Teresa Tigo Goss. We present to you, Now Honors 2023. Hey everybody, yeah, you heard me right. We've got somebody in the house that has been in media for a couple of years now. Well, she'll tell you how many years, but she's touched with Donny Osmond, The Temptations. We can go on and on and on. She's also a great friend of mine and a voice. If you're in Las Vegas or a few other cities in town or in the country, you've heard driving to work or driving home for work. That's right. Connie Breeze is in the house. What's happening, Connie? <laughs> so great to be with you. So great to have you here. So. Tell me, how did you get in radio in the first place? Because you are a very famous voice. I was born and raised in Detroit. Ooh, okay. yeah, okay. That's my father answer. worked at General Motors. My mother worked at DuPont. Wow. I had no reason to be in radio. There was no one in my family that had any reference. When I was 17, I had two great uncles who had a house in Laguna Beach. So I went. I went to a broadcasting school, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I'm there fixing a tape one day, editing it, getting it back together to make it presentable. Okay. Program director walks in from Tucson and he says, if you'll get on a plane right now, I'll hire you. Get out. And That's I how did. it started. I had uh, bright green hammer pant corduroys on, <laughs> a t-shirt and a dime in my pocket. And I went. Wow. That's amazing. So did you plan on making it a career or were you like, okay, here's the first stop? Always. 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 I knew when I was a kid that I wanted to do it. And I would sit and I would watch like the Brady Bunch and the Partridge family. And I would go, I want to interview them one day. Wow. So you've been in Las Vegas now, 13, 14 years, Since something like that. Since 2010, yes. And a lot of people don't realize that your husband is actually one of our local stars here. He's on the strip, right? He is, yes. What is it? What's the show? Because we don't plug it. You know, I'm trying to help you because... Tell the wife to plug your show. <laughs> Go ahead. If we don't plug a show, I don't want you in trouble. Okay. His name is Reggie Gonzalez. Yeah. And the name of the show is Hitsville. And okay. it's at the Rio. At the Rio. At the Rio. Yes. Okay. It's yes. at the Rio. It's at the and Rio. And what's, Hitsville, what's Hitsville about? It's a um, tribute to Motown. A tribute to Motown. Well, that's right up your alley. Right goes, up my alley. Because you worked for Motown for how many years? For 10 years. What did you do there? West Coast Director of Promotion. Wow. That's, that gets you connected with like all my favorite artists, I think. 
Are they like all in your phone and I need to go sneak their numbers? It, they're, they're all in my phone. And it was a ball. It was my most favorite job. When I got that phone call, I had always wanted to work at a record company. At the time, I was writing for a magazine called Hits, a trade magazine. And I, um, I got the call to go to Motown, which to me, if there was ever a label I wanted to work for, right. it would be them. Right. I have to admit, me too, because I'm a huge, gigantic Susan DePass fan. Yeah, I think she's she just, and she was there when I was there. See, she was quite a front oh, runner. Yeah, yeah she see, got a lot done. That's she's on my bucket list. Somebody I, I want to honor her at the Now Honors. I want to I want to meet her. She just she's doing her thing. But we'll talk about that we'll after. We'll make that happen. We'll make that happen. So you heard her say that she's gonna make it happen. <laughs> so. You're at Motown. Mm -hmm. You're doing promotions. Mm -hmm. You're meeting all of these artists, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You're in basically music heaven. 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 And but then does radio call you back? I mean, what are you doing back on radio? Well, what happened was this. Okay. I was at Motown having the time of my life. I loved touring. Okay. I loved touring. I okay. didn't care if I ever came home. Okay. <laughs> Ever. Okay. And those were the days when you couldn't pay your utilities, like, um, over the internet or over the phone. So I would come home, my lights would Stop. be off, I'd have to call them, I'm home. <laughs> right? So Universal Records bought Polygram. Okay. And so all of a sudden, I'm not at Motown anymore. Oh, it shifted. It was literally, I was sitting with the president of Motown one day. We were at the Lowe's Hotel in Santa Monica, had our feet up, had champagne. And she said, congratulations, I'm making you vice president. And we clicked glasses and the phone rang and Andre Harrell said, we're all out. I swear to you, I had one minute of vice presidency at Motown. <laughs> It was my big, some people get 15 minutes, I got 60 seconds, what can I say? <laughs> oh, I love this. Well, when I left Motown, I needed a job. Right. And so my mother said to me, you know, my mother's in Michigan. She said, you never come home. I don't see you for years. And I said, okay, well, I have no work, so I'll come home. So I go out my first night I'm home, and I'm playing pool with friends. And a guy comes up to me and he goes, hi, I'm Scott Free. I said, hi, I'm Connie Breeze. I do radio. He said, I'm a program director. Want to be on my station? <laughs> okay, this is stuff that people do in a movie. Did it really happen? Is it true? It did happen that wow. way. Absolutely. And uh, the station was the B. So it was a country station. Wow. And, and, it, and if you look at it, really, ra top 40 and old school in country is really all approachable in the same way. You just bring your personality. And I happen to love all kinds of music. I had a ball in country. So what would you tell someone that is, they're sitting there going, Tigo, 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 I want to be in radio. Ask her, how do I get in now? With all the technology out there, podcasts are out there. People are, including me, have studios in their homes now doing shows. But there's still people that have the voice and the power for radio, and they want to be in radio. Mm -hmm. Is it too late to get in now, or can they still, you know, get in radio? The landscape has shifted drastically, mm -hmm. you know. 
Um, a great resource here in Las Vegas is Nevada Association of Broadcasters. Mm -hmm. In fact, uh, Tony and Linda Bonici, they give scholarships every year to people oh, that wow. want to be in radio. So then they go to intern at radio stations and being in the station is really the way to get in. We're about to do something. You're getting ready to be one of our family members of Tigo yes. TV that's yes. about to yes. launch. And we're doing the Connie Breeze show, right? So now you're going into television. Yes. What does that feel like? You, you, you've been at Motown as an executive for at least a minute. You've been in radio for a few years. We won't date you. And, and you've been in music. Mm -hmm. Now we're talking talk show. Mm -hmm. How does that feel? What are you thinking? Terrifying. Not terrifying, but a little nerve-wracking. Okay, okay. But I think that's a good thing because that means if you're um, nervous or you're going into something new and it's uncharted territory, then you know you're growing. Yeah, this is true. You know? And this if you're uncomfortable, you're growing. And that has been, like, the biggest thing for me is being uncomfortable all the time. When I walked into Motown Records, I had never been in a record company. Wow. They were in New York. I was in LA. Andre Harrell said, you'll figure it out. <laughs> you'll figure out New York? <laughs> you'll figure out how to run a record company. Mm, okay, that's very interesting. But apparently you did. You were there for 10 years. Yes, took me about two years to really get like, and I had great, I mean, Barbara Seltzer, who came from Epic Records, was a great boss and mentor. Andre was a great mentor. You know, of course, I love the artist. And that was the thing. It was my passion. It was what I really wanted to do. And so no matter what came at me, I just knew this is what I want. So now that we're going into television, mm -hmm. and welcome to the family, Thank by the you. way. Thank you. I'm so, so excited. excited about this. Yeah, I'm so, so excited. It's going to be so much fun. We're going to be available in, you know, I don't know, 450 minute, million televisions worldwide or something. So now you're coming into television. We're mm -hmm. so excited to have you as part of the family. It's going to be amazing. But I got to ask you, who's going to be on your show? What are we going to talk about? What are you thinking? This is the most exciting thing to me. I have wanted to do this for so many years. It's going to be interviewing old school artists, okay? The Shy Lights, Marshall Thompson, Ooh. my friend D-Train, Zap, the OJs, the old school artists. And you know, I'm in touch with them a lot. I host these cruises twice a year. Yeah, we got to talk about the cruise you got coming up in September. I'm Isn't jealous. Go ahead. Uh, so I host these cruises, <laughs> so I see them all the time. Okay. And what I learned in radio was this. They all, everybody has a story. Yes. And when I was touring, I became fascinated with how do you have a family and have real life 101 happen? and go on stage, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. and, it's, and it's uninterrupted. It really truly is like the show must go on. Mm -hmm. I interviewed in Vogue, and one of the girls has three kids. I said, how do you do it? How do you go on stage? What if someone has a problem? Or what if you know something happened in school? And it's that always having to get yourself present to do that. And I'm fascinated with how artists do that and how they handle things. And, I have a very close relationship with Eddie Levert, who has a tremendous story. I am such a super fan. Oh, my God. You'll meet him. 
He's coming. Don't be jealous. You'll get to see him too. You'll see him too. <laughs> I have a very close relationship with Marshall Thompson from the Shy Lights. They all have, particularly the old school artists, Charlie Wilson. Oh. You know, they came up in a time where a lot of them, the artists didn't know at that time there wasn't Billboard BDS, which tells you not only airplay, but how many records you sold. Mm -hmm. So they came up with the record company would say, here, you made $50. Oh. Right. So it wasn't until they got the knowledge that they understood what they should be making. And many of them, even the management, took the money. And so a lot of these artists have had to reinvent over and over. And a lot of them have brand new music and there's nowhere to get it played. Oh my goodness. And really? Then, yes. Oh, we got to do something about that. Mm -hmm. mm, we got to think about that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I know you and I could sit here all day and we could talk all day because sure. it's amazing. <laughs> I would love for you to come back on my show as your show grows so we can, you know, update them, let them know who's coming and all that kind of stuff. I'm so excited. I'm going to try to work you guys because I'm supposed to be directing this thing. But I, I know a lot of your show, I'm just going to be sitting there going, oh my God, they're here. Listen. <laughs> When I met Stevie Wonder, when I had a tour with Stevie Wonder, he was at a radio station and they said, you're going to pick him up at Power 106 and then you guys will go to the plane. I acted like I was in 12th grade. You just, you can't help it. You can't help it. You can't, you can't and help it's it. all good. It's okay. They kind of love it. You know, and you already know, I'm a huge fan of yours and it's, and we're so honored to have and you I as part you. of our family. I want to thank you for coming, hang out with me for a few minutes. I know in September you got a cruise coming up. What is that cruise? Super Legends Cruise. I got to get a ticket. You, I got to get you on one of these cruises. So there's two a year, the old school cruise and Super Legends. Super Legends is War, Tierra, Malo. It's Latin Legends. We got to get Alan to get us tickets. Alan, get us tickets. Okay. So, <laughs> Alan, tickets. He is, he is great at finding that kind of stuff. It's amazing. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Please come back often. I can't wait to start shooting your show. Thank you for having me and thank you for the opportunity of the show. Yes, make sure you check out Connie Breeze's show on Tigo TV when we launch in August. So sit right there. We'll be right back. Welcome to the show. You know where you are. The expert talk with me, Tigo. And if you're sitting right there, you know what's about to happen. I'm about to bring an expert to the stage and is a master at what she does. And it's all about the music. Ivana Christie is in the house. She's one of my friends and she's a legend here in Las Vegas. So sit right there. We'll be right back. Yeah, you heard me right. You 
you know I'm based in Las Vegas, so I got to get my amazing, talented Vegas friends in the house because we're back in studio. And how do you start that off? Well, you call Ivana Christie. She's a legend here. I'm a super fan. She sings the paint off the walls, y'all. And right now, she's playing one of my most famous people, Moms Mabley, right on the strip. Ivana, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, T. Gold. Thanks for being here. Thank you for calling. I'm so excited. (laughs) Now, you and I have known each other. I remember when I started filming, and I went around in the middle of the night, you guys were doing shows, and I said, can I film you? Your show, if you don't like it, you don't have to worry about it. You can throw it away. You know what, I mean? and what, and what did I do? You took it. I took it, and I kept it, and I used it. And you and told everybody, I, you should let T shoot your show. I She'll sure do it. it. And that's how and I got I started. Yeah. If it wasn't for you and a lot of our legendary friends here in the Valley, we wouldn't be sitting here yeah, right now. We have to pull together yeah. to make things happen for each other. So we, before we get too far in, I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Because this is because of you and many others. Thank you so thank much. You. So now you're, you've been acting for a while. We know you're an amazing singer. But yeah. you're doing Moms Mabley yes. at the Cotton Club Review. Yes. What? Yes. What? <laughs> you know how excited I was when I got that call? Because it's, it's like, wow. In 2015, though, I actually portrayed Moms Mabley in this show called Mail. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did one show over at the Flamingo Las mm-hmm. Vegas Library. Mm-hmm. I remember. And, uh, out of the blue, when the Cotton Club came in December, we did a Christmas show. Okay. And I was I got the call, Ivana, can you come and... And do bombs make now who knew? <laughs> well, I don't even know if these people knew that, that you actually I had actually done it had before, done it before right. right? And uh, I so we did the Christmas show at Arizona Charlie's in December, and it was nothing else because the show has been in existence for about four years. Oh wow! Okay, and uh, they thought it would be kind of neat to bring in some comedy mm-hmm. because the singers that are in the show are fierce. You hear me? Fears, fears, fears. Okay, so you're actually on the strip. You're at the Rio. You're playing one of my most favorite people, Moms Mabley, in the Cotton Club Review. What? How? What, how what's happening? <laughs> so, um, from me doing Moms Mabley previously in 2015. I remember that show. Right? The yeah. Show. And uh, I just kept it in the back of my mind. Now, when the Cotton Club called me in December yeah. to do the Christmas show, and I was like, okay, I can do that. Had unbeknownst to me, they kept saying, just hold on, Ivana, something big is going to happen, right? And I just keep working mm-hmm. and keep doing what I'm doing and stay humble and everything. And I get the call and say, Ivana, we would like to officially invite you to join the cast of the Cotton Club and do Mom's Mabley. Nice. I say, well, you know, I don't impersonate well. Mm-hmm. I don't call, consider myself. But what I can do is give you a very great likeness. Yeah. And I come up with my own little character. Mom's <laughs> maybe. <laughs> you know, because I'm not Mom's maybe. Right. As <laughs> you are, no. Mm-hmm. But um, it's, it's a joy, and I was so excited. I said, yeah, I can do that. 
I can do that. And it's been the best 12 minutes of my life. Are you singing, though? I mean, you're doing Miles Maybelline. Well, Miles Maybelline sings a song. Doing a little slow? Oh, good. Yeah, she okay. sings a okay. song. It, it okay. wouldn't be a Miles Maybelline without her singing, because even though she's a whole baby, I can't sing. Uh-huh. Oh, but she going to sing a song on everything she wants. I love the that. Baby. So what other characters are part of the review? Okay, we do, um, I always say the likeness of. Okay. Uh, um, Lena Horne, uh, Cab Calloway, Sammy Davis Jr., and um, we do the music of uh, Joe Williams, uh, Billy Eckstein, Ella Fitzgerald. Sarah oh, my Vaughn. goodness. Oh, and my it's goodness. it's going to be some other added treats as we go along. We're a brand new show. I got to ask you questions, yes. though. You have been singing and doing Aretha Franklin and all of these amazing voices for as long as I've known you. When are you going to do your Ivana show again, your review? Well, last year in 2022, I was able to do my fourth production show. Nice. Of my own, um, creating it, coming to it, and I prayed about it, and it all came to me. I, I did nothing. It all came to me after me praying. And I did a show called Obama Christie, The Best of Me. Oh, nice. And what I did was went from 1960, the year I was born, mm-hmm. all the way up until 2022. Nice. Which I released my brand new song last year called Peachy With Me. Because she is, of course, <laughs> our local Georgia Peach. Georgia Peach. <laughs> <laughs> so I did, um, and, and that was my prayer to let me record my own song. Nice. Let me put out my own video. Nice. And I did. What what happens is because it is so in my body and my brain to manifest it and stuff. It takes a lot out of me. Oh, I bet. I'm I, I May of this year, I was still going <laughs> You know what? Ooh, the best like, of me, the best the best of me <laughs> got the best of me. Mentally, because I always have to start over raising money and and the thing because I you know independent artist you always mm-hmm. got to do things of your own but I had friends to rally with me I had a team this time and it wasn't so hard but it was still hard and draining and I hired like twenty three people for this wow one. that's the biggest so far that I've had and that I employed people and everybody made their money. That's amazing. And I started with zero. <laughs> and I was so excited because I reached out to my friends. I need sponsorships. And help me. Help me. I, I, I see it. I want to do this big thing, a big show, you know, to represent who I am. At this time, I had been in Las Vegas 26 years. And I'm going, I met a lot of people here, right. you know. And I just wanted to do my own because I had done the Aretha Franklin uh, salute three years uh, previous, mm-hmm. and I say, well, what can I do now? Because I don't want to do Aretha Franklin anymore. <gasps> no, not like that. I didn't want to do a whole Aretha oh, Franklin show. Okay. Show. Oh my goodness, what I was about I to pass do? out. Oh. You just don't know. Okay. Oh, I had some Aretha Franklin in it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because okay. that's how I started singing. <laughs> the first song I learned how to sing was "Chain, Chain, Chain." Wow. From beginning to end. That's why Aretha Franklin music will always be a part Amazing. of my show. Yeah. Amazing. How did you get started singing? Um, well, it's a gift, first of all. And when I was little, I can remember this like it was night and day. I can hear my mom 
Vicky, this is my mm -hmm. first name, Vicky, come downstairs. My mother used to have these um, fish fries and Pokino parties. Oh, they play cards and everything, and I would be the entertainment. Sounds like my house. Yeah, <laughs> and I would be the entertainment. So I thought I was Aretha Franklin. There you go. I thought I was Diana Ross when I was six and seven years old. Oh my so goodness! And then I did my first. Um, well, I don't. Can, can't remember if it was a solo, but I can remember standing in the choir stand when I was five. Wow. Yes. Have you ever felt fear? Because you've been on some of the biggest stages in town and around the world. Have you ever been afraid well, to go I out there? Every time before I go. On no, stage. no, 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 no. Yes, ma'am. No, 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 yes, no. Yes, ma'am. Because it's the unknowing. Okay. You know what I mean? It's okay. Like, it's the fear. Will people like me? Will my voice act right? Will Will my personality come off like the way it's supposed to? You know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, uh, it humbles me. Wow. To say the least. And I'm not scared, but there is a fear of can I execute what I'm supposed to be doing? I'm feared before I come on air. Oh, wow. Lord, Lord have mercy. Well, you home here. You come back well, here anytime yeah. you want, but that's, that's amazing. Okay, we, before we get out of here, I can't believe we're running out of time already. But before we get out of here, I got to ask you, there's somebody out there watching right now. She may be six years old. She may be 60. And she's singing in a brush, and she just yes. wants to be on stage. Okay. What advice would you give them? I would tell them to really hone in on your craft. If that's what you feel like you want to do, go for it. I'm encouraging you. I inspire. I always like to inspire, especially if you got a nice voice. Mm -hmm. If you see potential in yourself, you can, you know, I, I just say be encouraged. Don't give up. There it is. Whatever you do. If you feel like you got a talent and you want to get it out, whatever it is, just don't give up. Take classes. Take Do whatever you got to do to make yourself sharp. Guess what? I started taking vocal classes. Uh, about three months ago, and my voice has just gotten more mature, you know, tired, uh, yeah, more mature, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying, it's, it's not like it used to be, so you can keep going, find something else to do, I got into the acting, Yeah. so now I've done six movies, Nice. I've been on the silver screen, who knew, <laughs> I never saw that. When I was little, you know, when you were little, you said, I want to do this, and I want to do that. Well, I never did any of that. But I was always entertaining. My brother and I used to dance for my mama's crowd. Wow. And, and then I'd come down, Vicky, come downstairs and sing. And I, chain, chain, chain. You know, here I go. And I just knew I was Aretha Franklin. And if, if I wasn't her, I was her daughter. There you have That's it. That's what I thought. I want to thank you so much for hanging out with me for a little while. I hope you'll come back here really soon. Thank you. Maybe that. we can talk her into letting me go in the green room and interview her over there at the yes, show. Maybe we can do awesome. that. Ooh, yes. that would be fun. Yes. You are my friend. Thank you. Again, this wouldn't be happening if it wasn't for you and a few others that said, yeah, bring that camera over here. We'll see what you can do. Yes. It is absolutely amazing to see you. Don't be gone so long. Don't you be gone so long. And please come back soon. I will. Thank you for having me, Tico. And I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. I watch 
Oh, thank you. And I appreciate it. I always pray. Oh, That's thank you so much. I thank you so much. All right, everybody. Yep, we got a little taste of Vegas. One of our Vegas legends right here, Ivana Christie. I hope you enjoyed this episode. God knows I did. You know I want you to come back next time. And as always, I'm Tigo. I'll talk to you next time. If you're in Vegas, get to her show. 